Hey guys, it's me, Danny. Now in my 20s, I thought I knew everything. Couldn't tell me nothing. Then I hit my 30s and I didn't think I knew anything. I wished somebody would have told me something. But now that I'm living in my 40s, I'm real comfortable living this life in the Middle Ages. So I thought I'd get together with a couple of my friends who also are in that same age bracket so that we can have some talks about what I believe are some shared experiences. Now, either you've gone through them, you will go through them, or you know somebody who went through them. It's all about conversation. It's all about community here. So listen, comment down below if you have anything to say. If you don't, just make sure you subscribe so you know we're here every week. Like it if you really just like what's going on and share it with a friend if you know somebody who could benefit from what's going on. So let's sit back and see what the people have to say. Okay, um, my name is Faye. Faye is actually my middle name though. So we're going to go with that. And okay. I am 54. Okay. So. Um, Going on about 60. <laughs> 54 is not bad. You're like almost the middle of the 50s. Um, I ask everybody when you, when you were about to turn 50, were you like scared about it? Did you not like it? Apprehensive. Like apprehensive. I was like. People were throwing 50th birthday parties. I was like, shit, nah, no, I'm good. I, I say I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have my 50th birthday party probably next year. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just gonna celebrate it later. Now I'm, a, I'm going to embrace it. Now that I'm about to, be, I'm gonna be 55 next. But before, hell no. Mm-mm. Why? I have, I have an issue with age. I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm an ageist, <laughs> and I've always been. Okay. I remember when my mother was turning 50, I was like, she ain't got much longer. <laughs> except now, except now I'm 54. So, you know, mm-hmm. thankfully she lives to be 73, but I was like, my goodness. 50? When you were in your 20s, 50 seemed like it was mad old, like for real old. Mad, mad old. My dad told me the other day that he said um, he's 80, but he was like, you know, 80s and he's 70. I was like, ain't nobody saying that shit. <laughs> There's nobody saying it. So I said, and what does that make me? Then I'm like 20. <laughs> if that's the case, right? So Seriously. I have a young spirit. And, and I think that helps. Like the people that I hang out with here, especially me just moving are young. And they laugh at me because I'm always talking about menopause. Menopause consumes my day. It, it will consume really? you once you get into your 50s. Yeah, let's talk about it. Well, you talk about it because I don't have any experience there. But like, well, go ahead and go ahead and enjoy enjoy these next few years. But I went to GYN today and I walked in there fanning, and I was like, okay, let me tell you something. If I'm gonna be able to maintain a job, I need you to get these hormones under control. I mean, it starts off. I didn't even know I was in menopause until I started being. I wasn't sleeping well. Okay. I can't tell you the last night I've slept more than four hours or so. Mm. Um, so that's the first thing that disrupts is your sleep. Ask any woman over 50. We, we're up at night, up, tossing, turning, you're hot, you're cold, you're hot, you're cold. Get extra blanket, take off the socks, put on socks. All, all night you're doing all kinds of stuff. You just, and then you're tired in, during the day. 
so that's how I knew. That was my first thing. It started with that. And then I started getting irritable. Like something would just set me off. And I'm, it set me off to the point where I can't believe I'm so mad over something so minor. Um, and moment, that was followed up. Moment, just you know it, or is it the afterwards? Does that happen in a moment? Like you realize that you're way too upset about something or is it after and then you reflect? It's in the moment because sometimes I'll be I'm like, why am I even getting so agitated with this person when I don't even know, you know, and and it's like my head will start sweating. I think that's what actually brings me back to reality. Mm. You get, then I start flashing because when you get a- aggravated or irritated, it brings on a half flash. So it's like a body check. It's like, oh, going too far. Oh, Calm down, you know. And it's a, it's an uncomfortable sweat. It's not like sweating if you know you're working out and you're sweating. It's not like that. That's a good sweat. You're, you expect to sweat. That's a good sweat. I'm talking about a hot sweat where you just got out of the shower and all of a sudden you're like, you're feeling funky. You're just sweating in all the places you shouldn't be sweating. <laughs> okay. and, you know, <laughs> I'm like, if I still had hair on my head, I would shave it. As a matter of fact, I'm, gonna, I'm about to shave my head again tonight. But, and that's also a symptom of menopause. You get, um, you know, almost like we have a receding hairline, like men, your, your hair starts to thin okay. on the top. So that's what, you ever notice a lot of women when they get in the 50s, they cut all the hair off? Yes. It's always low. There you go. It's, it's always yeah, low. It is cool because you can't, take, you can't take the hair on your head. It's like, what? Hair? Shit. No, it's just one. That's one more thing for you to deal with. Uh, uh, can't take it. At least I cut my hair one yeah. time. So I already kind of know what it looks like low. So I'm pre- I'll, I'll be prepared for that one. You're prepared? Yeah, my college roommate just sent me a picture and I thought she was going to hold out because I saw her. My mom passed away a year ago in April and um, she came to the funeral. Long hair. She looks great. She sent me a picture last week. She had his ball, like, you know what? <laughs> she, <laughs> she said, she said, I feel so liberated. I said, yeah, I, I think we just feel like we could take control of something. Yeah. You know, your hair is spinning and your head's hot. Kill two birds with one stone. Save that shit off. So it's from the head down. The flashes are just from head down, like everywhere. Is it everywhere all the time? A lot of times. And here, uh, like my neck gets hot a lot. Okay. Um, You sweat in your crotch area. I mean, there are times that I, I get a shower and I'm like, I've never really been able to smell myself until <laughs> I got to menopause. You just, I'm like, why do I smell like I was running somewhere or working out or something? Mm. And I was like, what have I done today? I'm just, you know, I'm working I'm on the computer. I'm, I'm working and then I start sweating. And then I'm like, I need to go back in the shower. I'm like, you know, just to try and make yourself feel fresh. Yeah, yeah. It's awful. I, I bought some baby wipes. I'm like, you know, I'm not even going to, um, I'm not going to fake the phone. If it's good enough for babies, the huggies are good enough for me. That's I get why, one for sensitive yeah. skin. That's why when you get older, <laughs> you need a bigger bag. Like all the, all the people have like the bigger bag because they need all the supplies. Uh-huh. You, you, you got to carry your accessories. You need, yeah. your, you need all kinds of things now. Yes. And yeah, I also yeah. find that my skin has changed where my skin is more sensitive. Okay. Um, 
I started breaking out. I, I've never really been, you know, when I was a teenager, I wasn't very pimple. I didn't get a lot of pimples, but I've gotten them bad to the point where I went to the dermatologist and he had to make up something for me to get rid of the, because they left blemishes. Mm. I literally, my face started breaking out and I have a whole concoction. So I have a bag that I moved with. All that's in there is stuff from the dermatologist, stuff from my hair, stuff from my, my face. Um, it was like my skin. It's like, you know, he's like, oh, that's a little bit of psoriasis. I was like, what, what, what are you talking about? I was like, I'm 63. Where does all this stuff come from? Your whole hormones change. Your body, like I told you, when you sweat, it smells different. Everything just smells different than what you're used to your body being and what it's, you know, used to doing. It's all the time. So sometimes when I hear people talk about like they get in these little hot flashes, I'm like, sometimes I feel like I need one because I'm always cold. I'm sitting with a heater. A, a okay, me too. Right now. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm down here. I'm down here. I didn't took, turned it off because I wanted to not get the sound, but I'm down here trying to heat these legs up because I'm always cold. So we'll see. Okay. So give that. How old are you now, Danny? 45. Okay. Give it five, six years. I, and, I, and I will. I, kn- I know my mom started to go through it before she got sick. So I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know. Doesn't it skip a generation? No, I, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't There's know. no skipping of a generation. There's none of that. It might skip you. I mean, it might, it might skip your daughter. But it ain't gonna skip you. I guess not. Don't give me that look. <laughs> I'm telling you. So what's that, that like? stuff like, is. So were you like? Were you? Did your family talk about that at all? About menopause at all? Or no, I, island people. No. Let me tell you. My my mom had to have a complete hysterectomy. Okay. In her late 30s, because uh, she had really large fibroids, and you know, so they had to remove them. And I don't remember, and I actually I was thinking about this last week. It's funny that you asked me that. How she felt, because you know, now women, they have so many more things for us to deal with all of this. I have an assortment of stuff that I've bought from Amazon to try and help me deal with menopause. I got black cohosh, I got something I found on Reddit. They said to try um, Balance Femme, and that worked for like, I was so excited about it for two weeks. Two I don't weeks. know if it's the second bottle is not good, but the second bottle, the hot flashes came back with a vengeance. Mm. So then I tried, um, I ordered, I just ordered some stuff from Melaleuca. I don't even know what the name of it is. I don't even remember if I took it today because that's the other thing. Your memory? <laughs> Gone. I feel like Dory in Finding Nemo. Oh, no. I'd be like, oh, I'm about to, what was I doing? Wait a minute. Um. I got lists everywhere. All of a sudden, I can't follow a thought. Now, see, that I I got. I do have that. Now, I'll literally start walking. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. You're on your way. way. You are on your way, my friend. You are on your (laughs) way. I'm telling you, and it's awful because I'm like, or you're trying to remember a word. You're like, okay, um, yeah, I was going to, you know that, you know that place. Um, yes, and it's something you know, and it's, it's like, why the 
how can I remember the word? You yeah. can't get it from here to here. It can't get it out your mouth. That I have. The memory thing, I definitely, I'm, I'm just always like. There's a couple of things. Your muscles change. You get a lot of popping in your joints. Who knew? I mean, I, you know, I sound like the Rice Krispies now. And it's, <laughs> it's the changes in the hormones. It's the lack of, you know, your, um, your estrogen levels are get, get, get depleted and your testosterone levels increase and your body is just, your whole body is just changing. Um, I asked the doctor today, I told him, I said, you got to give me something. Because I, I tried estrogen um, last year and I stopped because my aunt, my mom's younger sister found out she had breast cancer and it made me panic. So I stopped taking it because I was like, oh my God, you know. So I, sp- I spoke to this doctor and I was doing some research on hormone therapies. And now if you use the patch, he was a treatment, using the patch instead of, t- if you use the pill, it goes to your system and it goes to your liver. Yeah. So your liver has to filter it, which puts you at a greater risk for strokes and uh, blood clots. Okay. If you use the patch, it doesn't go through your liver. So I, I'm trying the estrogen patch. As soon as I get to CVS to go pick it up because I forgot. <laughs> and I, I, I can't figure out how to turn on the notifications to get them to tell me, okay, my prescription is ready. Because since I moved, you know, you know how CVS is. They yeah. irritated the crap out of me. So I turned okay. off their notifications. And now I don't know when my stuff is ready. So hopefully tomorrow, <laughs> I will start back with estrogen. And um, since I still have my uterus, if you have a uterus, you also have to do progesterone oh with the um, estrogen. Yeah. Progesterone is supposed to help you sleep, though. Yes. Oh, it does? Say again? That's going to help that's, you sleep. Yeah, that's what. So they say, I'm averaging four hours a night and I have for the longest. So every day I feel like I need a nap. Um, you know, but what, what am I going to do? Well, with the way I work, I already only do like five, but I do take a nap in the middle of the day. So I do about five, so, five yeah. a night and then I take like an hour rest or sleep sometimes I don't fall asleep but yeah I, I, I gotta sometimes I just gotta lay down if I just lay down it's okay but I, I have to do it because if I don't do it it's like my body starts doing all kinds of weird stuff yeah and I feel miserable and then it's I get funny. irritable I mean, the whole cycle starts yeah. over and so how is that what about um like dating how does that work with um... oh yeah yeah um <laughs> <laughs> how does that work dating it's odd because every time you go to the GYN, the first question they ask you is, do you suffer from dryness? Now, here's the thing. It's not just your, your vagina that gets dry. Your eyes, your mouth, all of your bodily fluids get dry. So okay. I'm like, why is my throat always dry? Or oh, I went to the doctor and I was like, my eyes are hurting. And they were like, it's dryness. It dries your whole body out. Oh, my gosh. You've been warned. <laughs> um, I had one one gynecologist told me she said you know it's a muscle use it or lose it if you slow down and you're not using you know your vagina it, it actually not only the dryness will increase and the muscles won't respond just like the other muscles um mm-hmm. so uh I don't know they need to have like a menopause number like 1-800 phone a friend or something like that. <laughs> 
a menopause, a menopause connection. Menopause hotline. <laughs> you know, look. Just sit over for a little while and then go back home. Yep. 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 The, you know, it's like a, like, like a, like a I don't know, like almost, you know how they have, you know, doing hurricane season, they, they got hotlines for everything. I'm saying we need something. <laughs> I've, I've been trying to figure out how long does this thing last? <laughs> you know, I had this one lady told me today, she told me she had hot flashes for five years. I was like, what do you mean? When you say five years, what do you mean? Because I've heard if you cut out sugar, that helps. So I went on keto. I do I don't know that it. I don't know how it helps, but I mean, if I eat a, if I eat poorly, yes, I get more hot flashes. Okay. Um, I don't like drinking wine as much. So certain alcohols I find make me sweat more. You just start, it's just you know your whole head start going. Okay. Sweat be dripping off of me. I be looking like as though I was outside exercising, and all I've done is sat, <laughs> just sat still. And you know, so it's very uncomfortable. I try to lim- limit the amount of sugar that I, you know, that I eat, but so you it's have not to cool. change your diet completely, and then you have to take not completely because I have some moments when I'm just like fuck it, and I'm just going to eat what I want to eat, and I'm, I'm like I'm miserable anyway. <laughs> it's, it's I probably should. I haven't found this, you know. Well, who goes completely? Like, don't I don't know anybody who change, who's changing and then like they don't revert to what they used to do at all ever. That doesn't there's even. Some, there's some people. There's some super obsessed people, like some, uh, they're probably skinny on the skinnier side, but the ones who control their diet, you know, I don't eat this and I don't eat that and I, that's bad for you. And yeah, I'm, I'm not that person. I, I got to have a balance. I'm like, right now, I, I, I said, I got to have something going my way so today I had two pieces of mini chocolates because I was somewhere after leaving the gynecologist but he was you know he was pretty cool he was a new guy here um and and he was he was pretty cool he was like you know I can help you with that he was like you don't need to be uncomfortable but he did a good job of explaining like I said the um hormone replacement therapy and and what that does and I told him I was reluctant and you know I'll just I'll keep up my mammograms and whatnot but I need some help because I'm like, you know, I, I might strangle somebody or I might, you know, let me tell you something. With working from home and feeling like that, it's been horrible because a lot of times I get on a call and somebody's going off or somebody who should know how to do something and they ask me the same question that they ask you 10 times and I'm on mute, right? So I mute myself and I'm like, I, I, you, can't, you can't be serious. Are you seriously asking that? <laughs> I'm just like, and it's making me angry. Like, these people just wasting my damn time. They're wasting my time. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, you know what? Go for a walk and come on back. <laughs> okay. Because I'm like, why, why are you so mad? Just don't help them. Don't help them. You know, but it's like, I've never been that like that. I usually find something funny instead. But lately I've just been Irritable. irritated. Completely like irritated. Once you hit a certain age, like your your time really does become even more valuable, and like it's soon- because you get hot flashes. That's <laughs> what you get. You know, I, I finally figured out why old people start telling people just what's on their mind. First of all, you can't filter it. You can't filter it if your head's one hundred and fifty degrees. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're doing all you can to survive, and you got people asking you dumbass questions. I was like, I'm over here feeling like I'm about to have a stroke. 
because I'm so hot, I'm uncomfortable. All of me is uncomfortable. And you asked me something I done told you 10 times yesterday. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I know you're not talking I, to me. I, I can see that, yeah. It's like, yeah, so you don't have any patience. In the past, I'd be like, oh, it wouldn't bother you as much because at least I'm not boiling over in my head. It's like my brain's hot. <laughs> There's a movie, I think it's called Brain on Fire. Um, you know, head on fire? I got to find it. When I find it, I'm going to text it to you. You know, but it's like, I think about every every time I get a hot flash. It is not related to menopause, but... <laughs> But that's I'm like, like random thoughts goes it goes there. Yeah, because I'm like, why the hell is my head so hot? Is my brain on fire? It might be. It might be. So yeah. if this is a this is the time frame is about five years. I'm starting to stress out. Is it is it about a five? Well, some people say some people don't some people don't get it that long. Maybe those people who um do all the things they're supposed to do, like they probably cut out sugar completely and they don't eat any processed foods and <sighs> yeah uh, maybe, maybe it's less for them mm. I don't want to be the one to do the case study because right now you know I got a food is what I got so I gotta hold on to that <laughs> so, and it comes fast and furious it's come right at you too yeah it's, so, I was say, it seemed like that though that like that just hits like it's like you wake up when it, it hits. It hits and it hits hard. You know, it's like you. I wake up sometimes. I get off the bed and I'm like, hmm, I can't feel my leg. Why, why am I numb? Mm. The back pain and the doctor was like, oh, you know, over the years of sitting and working in, on computers, your nerves start to pinch in your back. One, nobody told me that when I decided I was going, you know, <laughs> study computer science. They, they should have put that as part of the curriculum. When you're 54. <laughs> Your back's gonna be shit, <laughs> this is, this is you know, rat. from all of that, and then your neck from always hunting over to look at a computer. You know, most people in IT have problems with their wrist, their neck, and their back. Mm. When you get to be about fifty, and then what? Like, it can, because most of it, it's like that's then it. you gotta have you got then you gotta have very careful sex. I'm telling you because <laughs> I am like. I have never been a missionary type person, but that's a, that's as much risk as I'm willing to take. I don't want to be in an emergency room. Somebody saying, "What happened? That, you know, so how did you injure yourself?" I'm having sex. I, you know, I don't want to be. I don't want to end you up on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The show on TLC. Sex. The show people. Sex send me to the ER. Yes, I'm so yeah. that. But I feel like I can make an episode. Lord. The way my the way my hips be feeling, my hips, my knees, you know, I try anything fancy. <laughs> this is gonna get real. <laughs> so yeah. Everybody gotta sign away basic get started. Look, so I got the, the nectar bed and it's I told them I I, I need to order some legs for this because I don't like the height. Okay. And I was they were like if I fall off of this, to me, it's too far of a fall for me to fall off of that. You know, say you're having sex and you're all into it, fall off the bed. That's a good... What are you doing that you might fall off the bed? <laughs> you ain't never had sex and not knowing you're at the edge of the bed. I don't know. I was going to say I don't know if I've ever been in danger of falling, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But I've fallen off a bed before. And since then, I've only ever had platform beds. <laughs> it didn't stop me because I was in my 20s. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, in your 20s, Look, you can break your leg. It's a combination of things. <laughs> you know, plus, I've, I had these satin sheets. I was in this phase where I thought satin felt so good to sleep on. Mm. You could break your neck on satin sheets. I don't think anybody over 50 should put satin sheets on their bed. No. There's certain things you don't want. No. You don't mm-hmm. want the slip and slide. You don't want you don't want that slippery. Nope. <laughs> nope. I got some. I ha, I did buy some cooling sheets from Nectar, and some cooling pillowcases and a cooling pillow. I think it's all gimmicky. Okay. But it's the you know that's the other thing. You already sweat sexually, and then you add a hot flash to it. That's the last thing I would want to happen. And then they, and then now you're irritable. So whatever's happening, you ain't even happy with it. Yeah, it, it better be right because if <laughs> it's not right, I probably <laughs> will be irritable. I have a hot flash, and it's not gonna be like, oh, what's wrong? Nothing. No, it's gonna be like something's really wrong. You need to get your shit together. It's gonna be that kind of thing. So <laughs> there's no room for error. <laughs> I, I feel like though at this point though if we're gonna risk it we might as well risk it for like the the danger zone like we, we got to get close to the danger zone if we're gonna risk it anyway if my hip or yeah. my joints are in jeopardy yeah okay so you've never had a cramp during sex but I'm telling you I've had one of those I think I, I was 50 at the time it, it's the showstopper <laughs> <laughs> your hip your hips, uh, they are Satan. They are, they, they are the first to go. And I'm telling you how I know it's, it's true because I remember I had, when I was, in, I was still living in Maryland, I had some of my friends come over and we were talking, you know, we were drinking wine and talking shit. And you ever had a cramp? I said, yeah. She was like, you know, I'm bad. they were just going at it. And she was like, she was like, stop. Stop now. And it, yeah, it's bad. Wow. It's the wrong place to hurt. No, I that was the eye opener. That was the eye opener. Yeah. I it makes me a little nervous, but um You should be. And take some <laughs> calcium. Take yourself some calcium and some magnesium. I, I took my magnesium already because it helps your muscles to relax and you know. I have a friend of mine who's trying to come down here. And I had to prep him because if I'm not mistaken, I think he's 49, which is different for men. A man at 49, it is different. I need to ask him a different question. I need to ask him if he's capable. But that's another story <laughs> for another day. No, but, but, you, also, no, but you need and, to ask. Yeah, I, I need to know. But then another thing is also, don't, you know, I'm like, don't be trying to do to prove a point because I don't want to ask the question and make him feel like I'm issuing a challenge mm, yeah. because I need my hips <laughs> after the fact. I mean, I w- there mornings when I wake up from my, my, my new bed and my hips are already numb. Can you imagine if I was doing something? Yeah, yeah, we can. We need to be able to walk when, when it's over. That, that's yeah, and I don't want him to get the wrong impression like he did something special and that's the reason I feel like I, I just, so that's why I'm just stating you, you could turn over in bed and injure yourself over 50 <laughs> so it's not you 
I don't want nothing to go into nobody's head. But so. then you don't hurt people's feelings. That's okay. Oh. <laughs> it's not hurting their feelings. It's being truthful. Love. I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna keep it real. But uh I hope I hope that, you know, in five years or if you have to go through it, you don't do what I do and buy every supplement that Amazon sells that they claim can help you. <clears throat> No, in some way or the other with menopause. You keep coming and borrowing everything you said worked for two weeks for you and then it didn't work and then I'll just use that for two weeks and then keep on pushing. I've tried all kinds of things. It's discouraging what? because you don't feel like yourself and I think for me I, I just want to feel more like I did a few years ago. It's like why do I feel so old and how does this I don't understand the progression. I don't understand the progression. I think the timeline should be different. You know, I still have moments when I think I'm young. Like I say, I hang out with these young people. We're going to some act store and bar that has pool tables and all kind of crap this weekend. But, you know, and I hang out with them. And they're in their 20s and 30s. But they're the only friends I got here. <laughs> yeah. You know, which they keep me young. But every now and then they want to do something dumb. Like, I'm like, you know, okay, so my back. Uh, I'm gonna have numbness. My knees don't, don't, they don't function that way no more. Yeah, yeah. You know, you start getting those. I, I need to take up yoga or something. I think yoga, yoga is good for menopause. Keep your, you know, keep you stretching. It's too quiet. Yep. I need like a hip. Yeah, you need, you need to get on, get on the ball. Get on the ball. Start doing those. There's some, there's a lot of videos out lately where they show you how to increase your flexibility. Most of the things that happen to you when you age has to do with your hips. So keeping your hips flexible is important. I keep on saying that I want to do the thing. You know, they had that video where they teach you how to like um, do the split. Split? I That's why. Because as you get, you should do it. They have a challenge and I've tried, but if you start going each day, it'll open up your hips, um, open them up back to where they used to be. Because actually my hips are never this tight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know if they're too tight or because not. if you think about it when we're young that's why when we're young when you have kids you know these hips couldn't push out a baby now that's why women in their 50s that's the real reason it's not because we don't have eggs because our hips can't you know we can't flex our hips like we used to <clears throat> a stink bug just that's my up. version of, that's my version and I'm sticking to it it's because of the hips. I, I don't care yep, what the the hips. I don't want to have nobody's baby. <clears throat> but I'm just I, telling you. Not yes. even at 45. Okay, I think Janet Jackson had her baby in her 40s, but I don't. She paid a lot of money. She had to pay a lot of money, a lot of fertility specialists and everything else. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, um, I'm sure if either of us has an ultrasound right now, they ain't going to see a whole lot of eggs. My eggs done calcified and turning into cysts. <laughs> and they turn into cysts and fibroids. And they're like, you know, if you're okay with it, we won't remove them. Now I'm not taking any more parts. You know, not unless they help me lose some weight. And God knows these ovaries don't weigh enough for all of that. <laughs> not enough. Not enough to, to. Not enough. I'm gonna um, I'm I'm gonna go to Sona Bello and get them to to do something with this top right here. I hope they don't charge by the pound. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I get some of that removed. And is that, and, you know, 
You know what? You know what my biggest regret is, and and this is this is me, my public service announcement for all the young people. While you can do it, if you want to go take pole dancing lessons and pull yourself up, go for it. Because I'm telling you, that core strength, mm -mm. it goes. And if you want to find you a sugar daddy, go ahead and do it while you can. <laughs> hey. get, get it out the way. I'm serious. I feel like that's a good one. A definite good it, one. It's the truth. Because I'm like, you know, it's, it, when your breasts are still up where it's supposed to be, where it used to be, um, yeah. halfway, because capitalize on that they just sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah do what you want to do what you want to do people gonna talk anyway but do what you want to do that you know what Honestly. i hear that a lot in these in these conversations i have is like people just being like you know now you realize like people want to talk when, when you hit your 40s and 50s you realize people yep. don't talk anyway just do the thing let them talk yeah, you could be a saint you're the only one that's going you know that's missing out so don't listen to them they're gonna say what they gotta say no matter what you do they're gonna have something to say you get to the point where I don't even care, you know. Um, even like with with this, it's like sometimes I'll go somewhere. My sister is ten years younger than me, and she was like, "You came down here looking like that." I'm like, "I don't care. I don't care. I don't know these people." You know, because I drive down to um, South Florida to see my dad sometimes. Sometimes the way I go, you know, I may have all some shorts. I got to put on compression socks. Point number five hundred about being older. You know, you start. You get circulation issues. You get cramps. You get all kinds of issues. I got compression socks that I use when I work from home. If I'm flying, if I'm driving two hours, and when that car stops and I go to get out, I'm getting out. I look like Herman Munster. I'm stiff in me. You know, I gotta let my bones reset and find their place in life. So I'm like, you know, if I had known this shit was going to be like this, first of all, the pandemic messed me up. Because you got to realize I turned 50 right before the pandemic started, pretty much. And, well, that probably was 51 at that point. But then I was like, okay, well, it's pandemic. You can't trust people to be around them, whatever, whatever. But I'm like, I've been losing good prime years. Yeah. <laughs> here it is now. It's safe yeah. to go out. And I feel like my hip, I don't know connected all the way because <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you didn't have to like you, exercise the walk in the same way one because we were all sitting in the house for a while we were all sitting in the house I mean I would walk the dog or what what have you but I'm talking about like from you know a situation like with me being single and dating and it's like now getting back out there I feel like I'm a good 10-15 years older than I was three years ago oh no I was like, if I had known this is where it was gonna play out, I would have been just out there just doing my thing. And, <laughs> you know, I'm serious. Now I feel like it's an event. Like you need some planning. You can't just go willy nilly and just, you know, oh hey, you know, I'm just gonna do this. No, you got to plan for it now. That's what I. That's what I feel the, the major difference is. I don't think when I was younger, and maybe there was there a lot of women who when they were younger, they were more, you know, they would plan everything and make sure, you know, I was I was more spontaneous. That spontaneity, I, I don't know where it is. Not now. I don't even like people changing my schedule. Like I was supposed to, um, I was supposed to go somewhere. Somebody asked me to help them out. 
And I, I said yes because, you know, they were being a good friend to me. And I got mad. Because I'm like, now my whole day has changed. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm turning to my parents. <laughs> Why am I so- that I was infuriated because I, I had to change my day around because I know what I was going to do. That. Menopause. Yeah. I'm telling you. When you start Before, being like, if I went out, if my mom talking, that's when it started getting know, scary. Because, you know, 10 years ago, if I went somewhere and I ran to somebody and, you know, a friend or somebody I knew and they said, hey, let's go. I'm just going, now I'm like, oh, well, I wasn't planning on it. Like, like, what the hell I need to plan on it for? <laughs> it's not brain surgery. You know, it's your damn movie. Go see the movie. Just nope. I'm, I'm, I'm planning. I'm planning. I'm That's like, what else can I do? Like, I, I, your high, there are high energy activities and then low energy activities. And then you ask me to do a they high no high level. There ain't no high level. There ain't no high level activities in the mid 50s. What are you talking about? No, like for me, it's like even if you if it like if you want to get together, I feel like you gonna you people gonna take a lot of energy from me. Then if I'm just like oh okay okay store, yeah so no, I'm very I've gotten very good at saying no. No is one of my favorite words now, and the other one is okay. And I didn't even realize it, but a couple of years ago, I put up a I put a sign on on my desk, and it said, "Learn to love a good no." Yes. And my son was like, what does that mean? I was like, you got to learn to love the word no. Somebody asks you to do something and you don't want to do it? No, thank you. Um, and be comfortable with it because it's very hard to be comfortable with no. A lot of times we say yes because we're not comfortable telling somebody no. But it's, and then we absorbed all of the, you know, because you don't want to do it, so you're pissed to begin with. And you still got to go through it because you said you were going to do it. So I've, I've been really working these last couple of years on that. I, no. And I'm okay with it. You'd be like, I can't believe you said I can believe it. No. And that's okay. It's not, you know, a reflection of you. I'm not mad at you. It's just no. I'm just not doing it because there's no benefit to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm okay with that because my time is a little bit more useful, even if I'm not doing nothing and sitting on the couch, you know, a lot of Friday nights. I gotta be here at eight o'clock. I'm yawning. I'm in the shower in the bed. There are people like, what you doing? In the bed? By yourself? Mm-hmm. Me and the puppy. That's when you in your twenties, you will always want to run, run, run and go and be at all the stuff and do all the things and show up everywhere and be mm-hmm. seen, get dressed and all of that stuff. In my twenties. Look, I don't have no I don't have any I, I don't have any clothes to go anywhere right now because <laughs> I've been working from home for almost three years now. Yeah. I, I, you know, I got on a tank top and some shorts. Um, I don't think I have a pair of jeans that fit. I have some jean shorts. Um, love a good no. And I say okay a lot because like one time my dad he's 80 almost 81 he tends to be he had to tell you everything and tell you how to do it the same way he told us over five six seven and it irritates my sister and i told her i said why are you getting upset do what i do i tell him okay he could tell me like here's one of the last things he said he said he wanted a iphone because all his friends have iphones and i said okay she was like, yeah. i said he could have told me he wanted 10 iphones i was gonna say okay <laughs> he's okay and it's oh, okay 
say, okay. And then I go do what I want to do out of the, you know, all of that. But the okay is just to diffuse the situation. I ain't thinking about it anymore. You know, before I'd be like, oh, but why is this? It's a lot of words. Okay. <laughs> I told Jen I was going to um, get a shirt that said okay on it and just walk around with it. Okay, period. And let people keep it open. Like, what does that mean? It means that's what it says. Okay. Right. I'm big on okay. I, I think I'm bigger on okay than... Um, <clears throat> than I am on then no yeah I'm not bad with no but I don't feel like I'm I perfected the no as much but no okay. no no it's hard no it's hard you know where I got that from I, I heard some version of that from Oprah that she was talking about how you know a lot of times people take up so much of your time and you feel like as though okay I can help this person or I'm obligated to this or whatever and I can do this and I can do that and it's great to want to do it, but sometimes you can run yourself in the ground. Yes. Zipping around. And as I'm telling you, early 50s, your energy level is not there. So you get to learn a good, learn to love a good no. They're like, no. And somebody tells me, no, it's okay. Because I understand where they're coming from. I think that's my, my, um, my new goal is trying to to be okay with getting the no like because I tell that's you that's hard when somebody tells me like in theory I'm like you know do what you need to do go and be and do it but when I get a no it I'm sounds good it's, it's hard it's mm. hard and I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna bring back up the, the whole dating over 50 thing what you're dealing with the pool that you're dealing with is, is so much smaller because you know, in your 20s, it's easy to find somebody to date. Everybody's single. Everybody's in that mindset. By the time you get to 50 people that have been married for 20 years mm-hmm. or they've been divorced for 20 years, yeah. or you got two options. Go to funerals or go to divorce court and see who's left. <laughs> Those are your options. <laughs> you know, there's not a whole lot of places to go. I'm like, I've thought about, you know, I've done so many dating sites, but I think, I think that's counterproductive. Because at least if you go to a divorce court, you know what somebody got left. Because you're going to hear the judge say, okay, the house go to the wife or pay this for child support. You're getting all your information right there. That's true. You know, right. Same thing with a funeral. He left, you know, or he's gone. The kids are grown. You'd be like, check. <laughs> <You know? laughs> they had that beautiful house. Oh, still around, huh? You know what you're dealing with. I'm telling you, because time is of the essence. You don't have time to be fooling around trying to get to know somebody. Sometimes you can date somebody for a year, only to find out they're not for you. Here you are, a whole year older. Yep. Yep. You know. So we all should be sitting down at the divorce court right now. Like we all should just like plan dates to go down to the courthouse and just. You got yeah. You got to go down to the courthouse. Yeah. I made I made a new list of what it is that I wanted in a man because I realized I was watching this um Netflix special I think it's the Indian matchmaker and she was oh. like you know you get 60 70 percent of what you want did you watch that series I, I've seen I think I've seen like an episode or two yeah you should watch it it's pretty good not that the people per se but the things that she tells them when you're looking for a mate mm. and I was like well my god she, she is right 
you find the things that you really, really need. Um, you know, because when I was 20-something, there was always some BS. I always had some fluff in there. He's got to look this, he's got to get tall. He's, I didn't date anybody that was, you know, that was over 16. Because listen to this. Most of the people in my family, especially the men, are over six feet. And how he going to feel if I bring him around? What the hell does it have to do with anything? <laughs> Nothing. You know, but you put, your things change. And then you realize, you know what? You need somebody who's going to be there for you and who is willing to, to help you out. Like I watched um, how my parents' relationship progressed over the years. I mean, it, they had some rough spots. But they were always committed to each other and to the marriage. And none of them were going anywhere. They could fight argue throw things around they slept in the same bed mm. 55 years like i wouldn't like, sleep next to him <laughs> i wouldn't but you know but when it came to where you know my mom got sick and whatnot that's when you you know you were able to see the commitment where love requires a commitment yeah. and and it's hard and i don't know how you get that when you're 50 something and divorced you know yeah um because you're not going to have the benefit of all those years. Right. Right. So it becomes, you know, you almost, you almost like in a panic. And, and I more and more, I hear my friends say, oh, I've given up. I'm not dating anymore. I'm, you know, I'm over it. Um, as far as trying to find that person. This is something is a rough spot, man. It's a rough spot because you really realize your own mortality. Mm-hmm. You know, we say we're midlife, but we really aren't unless you're going to live to be, unless we're all Betty White. You're not really middle, midlife. You're like two thirds of the way through. Cecily Tyson, all right. Um, well, but, that, okay, that's a good so, goal. That's a good stretch goal. But but you know, there's there's Alzheimer's. There's all these things. Here's the thing: when you're looking at older people, this is the other thing because I've been spending a lot of time around my dad lately, and I realized something. And I've told this to Jen about you know her um, maternal grandmother. Um, from that generation they live long i mean they may have issues with like their bones or their joints or something like even like uh queen elizabeth because they ate differently mm-hmm. and then if you look at the the ones in, immediately yeah. right before them uh like my dad's age with the 80 year old they had some processed food but not mm-hmm. a whole bunch and then you get to us we were the processed food free for all pizza hot dogs we got the ailments I have. Okay, my dad just told me he was complaining about his back. I told him that's sciatica. What? No, that can't be right. I don't know why my back is hurting. It's never hurt before. Man's about to be eighty-one. I said, wait, let me get this straight. Your back has never hurt you till now. I said, because I've had back pain for three years. <laughs> he said, you know, and you could say, oh well, okay, it could be weight, it could be this, it could be that. My dad is six foot three. Uh, he's not a small man. He should have back pain by now. So I'm not trying to wish it on you, but I'm like, how the hell have you not had that <laughs> until now? Yes. And then he's right. like, he doesn't. He doesn't think. Yeah, he doesn't think that uh, his back should hurt. I was like, well, I do. <laughs> I do. You know, because it's like it doesn't make sense. But that generation, again, he never really has been. He always thought like, you know, pizza and that kind of thing. He would tell you that's not real food. You know, so he eats whole foods because that's how he grew up. Um, so, yeah, that whole midlife at 50 nonsense, that ain't for us. Well, I listened to, mm-hmm. um, 
comedian Dion Cole and in one of his um mm-hmm. one of his comedy specials he was talking about like you know if you 40 you only got 30 good summers left so like <laughs> he kept Did he say saying, good 30 yeah. good ones Did oh. you got 30 good summers okay. so 50 you got 20 good summers left you better live it up like that that was hey. one of the jokes you do you have to yeah you really gotta I mean you know because it's like you know how when you're younger you put a time frame on everything say you go out and but I'm gonna live here for a little bit and then I'm gonna see what happens and then I'm gonna do this or if you meet somebody it's like oh you know well I'm I'm gonna date this person but you know I'm really I'm not really trying to tie myself down like okay so one of the young ladies at the dog park a friend of mine um she is in her early 20s and she you know was dating this guy and he wanted to settle down but she didn't want to like he wanted them to be a relation in a relationship and here's what I said to her yesterday. I said, you know what? That all seems well and good now. But before you know it, you're going to be 50. Look, I was like doom and gloom. <laughs> that was, it's true, but I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> My point is, you know, now it's easy to pick and choose and be like, oh, I want to wait. But as you get older, it becomes more and more difficult. Fine, whatever. I'm not telling her to settle. I'm just saying, if he, you know, because he's a nice guy, and she even said it, if, you know, if I was older, then keep dating him. Why can't you keep dating him? I don't understand what this, you know, I got to be, like, she still has the age requirements. Like, maybe when I'm 28, then I'll get serious. Or maybe mm-hmm. when I'm, mm-hmm. that stuff goes, all goes out the window when you're 50-something. If that's what you feel like, don't do it. It's out the window. It ain't going to be like, oh, I'm going to date this person for six months, and then maybe... You probably meet somebody today and be living with them tomorrow. And then the day after that, you probably move back out. <laughs> true, true, true. You know, you're more likely to take a chance on things because it's, uh, you know, you don't know. It, it doesn't come around very often, so you tend to appreciate it differently. Mm. And you want it to work. So you, you do show up and put your best foot forward. Whereas when you're younger, you're like, oh, well, I'm not. I don't know who this guy is, you know. You do you watch 90 Day Fiance? No. I, everybody keeps telling me to watch it, but I I have seen I've oh, seen God. episodes, but I'm not committed. I'm I'm not committed to the show. But I I I do know the <sighs> You know, the only ones that I'm I'm mentioning are the, the older women. There's some older women on there. People are like, how could they go to another country? You get to a certain age, you realize you only got so many good summers left, and you yeah. want to find somebody. Because I mean, we're not we're not here to be by ourselves, right? You know. So I understand the urgency that they feel, even though I sit around and laugh at it. I get it. I just wouldn't do it on TV, but I get it. <laughs> you want to find somebody yeah. who could be, you know, your person, and being fifty something and being single—that's that's not cool, man. It's not. It's it's very, very difficult because you realize when something happens or when you need something done, I'm really doing this alone. Or if you try to go on a cruise, what the hell? Why is it? Why did they give you the rates for two persons? Mm, what yeah. if I'm going by myself? Yeah. It's like the whole world keeps telling you, you know. Yeah. I and it's never more evident that. until you get to be in your 50s. Well, I was frustrated about that the other day, just looking for tickets for something. And every time you go to get tickets, it, it always starts with two. And I'm like, I just need one ticket. It's just going to be me by myself. Yeah, yeah. Don't nobody care about that. 
<laughs> I'm serious, and it's, it's 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 hurtful, especially as you get older. Like when I, you know, my mom would her Alzheimer's and watching my dad and how he cared for her, and I'm like, damn, he's gonna take care of me. Mm. I'm just gonna be out here walking around. <laughs> well, you start, you start. <laughs> I would just be wandering around like Forrest Gump. But uh, you start, you start to think about all of that, you know, and how that's gonna play out because you realize you're getting older. I've never thought about being old more than more than I have in the last two three years. Mm-hmm. It just never dawned on me that I was. I mean, I knew out my age, but I'm like I'm cool. But now. I go to sleep, I wake up, I'll be like, damn, it's hurting like this. What's going to hurt like next year? I go to sit down, mm, this is not good. I need to go to the doctor. You know, I need this. I need some more vitamins. It's a, maybe that's the problem. It's just draining. It's draining. The yeah, whole so to... thing is like, it, it is your life. It, it like, mm-hmm. once it starts, it consume you have to remember don't take these with that I need this one I gotta have this one at this time I my stomach has to be something on my stomach if if I don't because this no. feel bad like it it does consume and it will make you feel bad it will make you feel yeah. bad and you know they'll be asking you dumb questions but sometimes I'm just like I don't understand what you don't understand you know I, I can't do all that I'm not <laughs> I'm not built that way um <laughs> Because I heard somebody say today, oh, they, they got to take medicine, but, you know, I'm not going to take it with food. I said, okay, well, you're still 30-something, so go ahead. Yeah. So when you pick something, your stomach's going to remind you that you were taking shit <laughs> on an empty stomach when it said take with food. And take with food don't mean drink it with coffee. It means something. Yeah. I know you're doing keto, but I'm going to suggest that you put some carbs in there to absorb so what's something that you yeah. what's what's one of the biggest things you wish that somebody would have told you or that you would like to warn younger women about, <laughs> about menopause or the onset damn I don't know that there was anything anybody that told me because I mean all of these things I've I had heard, um, you know I know about the hot flashes and this and that and I thought it wouldn't be so bad or I didn't think it would impact me. Okay. And I didn't even realize the impact that menopause has on weight. It's like it slows your metabolism down. Your body's not producing the hormones and it needs the hormones to keep your metabolism going. So. There, I told somebody I could be on a diet and be lightheaded and have barely eaten in three days and gain a pound. Yeah. Little things like that. It's like life becomes so much more of a challenge. And I'm like, well, this doesn't even make any sense. How does this happen? It seems like. You know, how do you get it? It yeah. seems like you like when you're in your 20s and your early 30s, you don't pay attention to the day-to-day of like actually being able to like live. And then you hit a certain mm-hmm. age and just the mere fact of like living and like surviving through the day 
becomes more noticeable, like your body, like you don't notice your body in it's work like as much in your twenties. And then you start to hit a point where it just, you take it for granted. Yeah. Yeah. Because um one of the things I noticed because uh you know people go some people going back in the office and whatnot. I was like, I don't think I should go back in. I don't know how I used to get up, shower, get dressed. Pack a lunch, whatever, you know, when my son was younger, get him off to school and whatnot, whatnot. Go in the office and get in the office before seven. Yeah, I, I never I can barely get I can barely get up, get showered, take the dog out and get to the to my desk in the same damn apartment <laughs> before eight o'clock. Yeah. You know, I just move so much slower in the mornings. When I wake up, it's like my body is not all waking up at the same time. My legs be like, oh, we, you know, we ain't getting enough rest. My back be like, oh, I can't be another work day. Today can't still be, you know, Thursday. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> my much. sinuses, my head, I got indigestion. Wait a minute. You know, my eyes are dry. Can't focus them before 10 o'clock. <laughs> you know, it's like you're dealing with a lot of stuff just trying to get to start your day yeah. and by the time it starts i'm like damn i'm exhausted i've been exhausted by 11 o'clock i'd be like why am i supposed to? i'm tired yes time for another cup of coffee yes yep. the start of the day so, is not you energy not just jump up you got to think it's about jumping up yeah you cannot just jump up you got to really think about that thing and my like my daughter comes down to my house every morning with my grandson to walk to school and because he his school is around mm-hmm. the corner from my house and every day she'll come in and be like we're gonna be ready in three minutes and i'll be like leave me leave me no you, 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 you don't you don't did your three minutes. minutes you know you did I your did. three minutes you did your yeah. three minutes taking her ass to school I, I don't have no more of those. I, I used to always be like, let's go, let's go, let's go. We're leaving in 10 minutes, blah, blah, blah. We can do this and do that and then I'm going to do it. And then after school, we'll pick you up. We're going to go to the park. We're going to check the cheese. I, I, after work, I'm right here. And I'm like, mm, I should go pick up something to eat. Mm, I should call DoorDash or, you know, order on DoorDash. Or something. Oh, that's work. You know, everything becomes work when you get older yeah it feels like work you know you gotta you gotta get it get it together if you got bad knees or whatever you have that's bad that you're broke when you were little or you know it's gonna come back to haunt you when you're older that's why i'll be walking on silk most days (laughs) walking around here like a damn maca (laughs) jumbie every day in carnival so I always like when we go to the stores, my kids are always like, Mom, get in the scooter, get in the scooter. Mom, you should get in the scooter. And I'm like, I don't need the scooter. I don't need the scooter. Oh, they're not funny. No, just get in the scooter, (laughs) Mom. It's fine. Just get in the scooter. And I'm like, I don't need the scooter. But um, it's part of me that's like, when I really need that scooter, y'all better make sure that thing is fly and like get 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 the job done. Cause you done made fun of me for so long. I bet not be walking around here struggling. Mm -hmm. I want my. Um, you better just use DoorDash. Ain't no scooters. DoorDash is my scooter. Instacart. I'm still vain. The other thing is, I'm I'm still super vain. So I'm like, you know, pride alone. 
Woo! I got to work on that. But pride alone will keep me from using the scooter. Mm. I'm like, I'm all right. You okay? Yeah, why are you limping? Uh, you know, something's in my shoe. I got a pebble or something. My pride is going to keep me from using the scooter. I can tell you that now. <laughs> I tried it one time, but I feel like you need to have you need to have like a um a class to be able to use maneuver that thing because I did not know what I was doing. I Were you running into stuff in the stores? Were you running? I didn't even make it in. I, I didn't even make it in. I was outside. I was at the door. You know the the uh, middle, and so I was mm. in there. I could not get it. I was at Walmart, so I was right there where the carts are, and I couldn't get it to go in the store. I just backed that thing back up and plugged it in. The they Walmart. probably posted your picture on <laughs> I could not get it I could not get it together I I thought this was like a smooth thing I thought maybe it was like the bumper cars from back in the day no I see see people riding around Walmart in them so no it doesn't have the same hand I see people running around Walmart in them I'm I'm I see people riding around in them you need to figure it out no but I'm going to let you have that because I have no interest in doing it. I tried it one time. And the time when I tried it, it was just because my son kept being like, you going to do it? You going to do it? You're scared. And I was like, I'm riding this thing. I'm not nervous about it. Like, wasn't I wasn't even uh, in thing. Right? He punked you. He, he, he punked you. And he yeah. was like, yeah, put it back. Me. I, I, look, I got a whole, I forgot to tell you about, you know, I got CBD oils. I got CBD rub. I got this. I got that. I got all kinds of stuff. The other night I went to bed smelling like menthol. <laughs> and I was like, remember when we, back in the day we used to talk about our grandparents? Oh my God, they smell like old people. Yes, they they need to make some of that stuff unscented. That's all I'm they saying. They do. They they do. It needs to have a better scent to it. Like why why do we have to smell yeah. like? Yeah, that's disrespectful. Here's 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 the fact. I have some a can of off spray by the door for mosquitoes because it's a Florida state bird, and um. <laughs> it smells nice. Yes. I, I spray that stuff and I'm going, I'm like, oh, it feels like I got all cologne, but it's all sprayed for mosquitoes. Why can't they make the stuff for your joints be a nice fragrance like that? They could do it with that. They could. That's, that's, all, that's all to remind you that you're old because <laughs> it's disrespectful. I don't need a reminder. You know, I get a reminder every morning when I get up. And I go um, to the bathroom. Uh, this apartment has the lowest toilets I've ever seen in an apartment. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out, were toilets always this low? Or is it now that I'm having problems with my joints? Because <laughs> I was watching the show once, and I saw where this old, elderly couple had, um, they had started a lift toilet. It lifts you up. And I'm like, where the hell would they need that? I know now. You know that song, I'm unstoppable. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I said, but I use that word a lot to describe myself because I always have always felt that I'm the only person that can stop me. I don't feel like anybody else can stop me, which used to be largely ego saying that, but that's how I've, I've, I've always felt. Like I, I was in a training a couple of years ago and they wanted us to walk around the room and introduce ourselves to people and you know, they asked you one word to describe yourself, and mine was unstoppable. And she was like, really? Because that's how I, I see myself. I said, you know, I feel a little bit more stoppable now that I'm in my mid-50s, but 
<laughs> in my head. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's how I see myself. Um, so a song like that would pump me up um, because I feel like it describes me perfectly. That's, that's how I feel, largely. Even when things are not going my way. Right. I still feel I'm on top of one. There's some, some other move I need to make to right that ship or turn it around or whatever. You know, I mean, I get down sometimes, of course, but, you know, but for the most part, that's how I feel. Nice. That's kind of inspiring. I think somebody's going to be like, yeah, let me pull it up right quick. My you, you are doing very well with this. Uh, continued success. I'm telling you, it's, you know, it's good to follow whatever your passion is and you're, you're clearly passionate about it. I'm still trying to figure out what else I can do. Today, I added a new job. To list of, I'm, I've been trying to compile a list of jobs that I think I could do besides what I do okay. for a career. And um, I know I can't be a daycare worker. Um, I could be like an ice cream taste tester or something, and I could probably sell cars. <laughs> but today I added circus clown after dealing with the cold <laughs> that I have. I definitely think I could be part of the circus. I mean, Okay. And I why want to do an open mic night or something. Hmm? Why not the daycare? That requires a real level of commitment that I, I don't think I have. But um, I think, I think I want, I'm going to try comedy. I think I'm going to try some open mic nights or something. That's what I I'm said. Still I'm still trying, to find, I'm still trying to find my passion. You should do it. You should do the comedy. I, I keep saying I want to take like the comedy class and like an improv class. I did too. I was, I was I signed up for one in DC, and COVID started, oh. and they just opened back up, you know. But there's an improv there. I can see there's one here. There's probably nothing here. Cause I'm in this little hick town. There's probably one in Orlando. Yeah. Um, you know, and but I'm more, and I do more improvisational stuff because I can, if especially if I'm uncomfortable, I walk into a situation, I'll start just clowning people for whatever, yeah. or clowning the situation. So, but I, it's good Let's to see people it. follow their passions because it, it reminds me that, you know, there's some other gear that I have that I need to turn up to. I mean, it's, and I'm getting older and I'm realizing the window is closing. It's like, you know, I feel pressed now to be like, okay, what is it that, that you always wanted to do? What did you want to do? You know, what was that one thing that you wanted to do before everything mattered? Like before you had bills and kids and all that? You know, and that's the question I asked myself years ago that I still have not been able to answer. So I had kids before I really knew what I wanted to do anyway. So now I'm trying to, I, that, I think that's why I do a lot of the stuff. But I you're do. getting back to it and you're getting back to it. And that's my point is like, you know, there was always that thing I wanted to, you know, that's, I'm talking about that thing you wanted to do even before I went to college. There was a thing you wanted to do when money, if money wasn't an object and you scheduled, what was that thing? What, what, what drives you? And that's, that's where you need to focus. Yeah. So I ask myself that a lot. And sometimes I fall asleep thinking about it. So I'll tell you how that goes. Obviously, it might be sleep. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens next. But I'm still, I'm still trying to figure it out. So I'll keep you posted. Yeah, of course. And, you, oh, it's, it's and a, when you go big time, you know, bring me back. Bring, bring me back for, you know, when, another conversation when you go big time. I mean, because Oprah stepped down and nobody stepped up. So do what you got to do. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm looking for. I'm trying to I'm trying to go big time with it. Um, so hopefully, but yeah, of course, you'll get there. You'll get you'll get there as long as you you stay uh, consistent. You'll get there. 
I'm 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 trying to work on it. And thank you very much because you have been very um supportive and encouraging along the way for a couple of years now. So definitely appreciate it all. It's it's sincere, you know, it's good when, when I see people trying um and they're giving it something at all, it's 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 impressive and I think it's good. I really think it's good because what you're doing here is yours. Nobody can take that from you. Yeah, thank Thank you. I appreciate so, pushing. So I will and tell them damn kids you don't, you don't need no school at Walmart. <laughs> I'm never I'm I'm gonna hold off as long as I possibly can. I you fly, look, you too fly for that. <laughs> get you some rest. Um starting on your four on your on your good four hours. I'm four hours. Yeah, I'll be up watching like King of Queens or something in a minute. Because oh, I'll be wide awake for some odd reason in, in about an hour. So yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Okay. You have yourself you. a good night. Don't work too hard. You too. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Just Saying Podcast. Don't forget to look for us on all the social media sites for updates. And remember that we will be here every single Wednesday, especially with this series we have going on right now. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Make sure your friends know about it because anytime sisters is helping sisters, it's a great thing. You've been listening to me, Danny, at the Just Saying Podcast.